Welcome to the Kara's Kara's Digital Show and Podcast, where we explore the cutting edge of wellness. I'm Kara Sundland, and this episode is sponsored by the Center for Advanced Reproductive Services. Do you ever suffer from that afternoon slump? Well, how about changing the way we breathe? And even what you eat for breakfast can really create more energy and better digestion all day long. So for more on some simple steps that you can take to transform your day, I am joined by Kim Newman-Savino. She owns the Revival Room Yoga Studio, and she's here to talk about the importance of these simple shifts. Welcome, Kim. Well, thank you. You know, I, I, this is one of those things that it sounds so easy to do, but you're saying just the way we breathe is quite powerful. Absolutely. It changes everything about our being. So if we change the way we breathe and the way we eat for breakfast, let's start with that. Like, let me just start with breakfast. Changing that yeah. one meal can make a huge impact on your entire day. What do you suggest? Absolutely. So starting your day with um, more protein and fat versus carbohydrates, sugar, um, is going to help to stabilize your blood sugar levels for the entire day, which is going to create more energy right? It's going to reduce the cravings and it's certainly going to reduce that crash, especially mid-morning. And then we eat a little something more, we spike it again, and then we slump about 3 p.m. for most people. So healthy fat and protein, that would look more like maybe some eggs with some avocado or some greens, um, even some chia pudding. Um, I'm going to put up a great recipe on my Instagram page, um, which is full of fiber and uh, protein and healthy fat. So I sometimes think if I have chia seed pudding, will I be full? Yes, actually, it's going to be, it's going to keep you full a lot longer than let's say a bagel or a muffin. Yeah. And what if you do like, what about just having like some healthy whole grain or gluten-free seed toast, but you put the avocado or the peanut butter on it. Everyone is into avocado toast these days. Is that a good choice? Or we should be trying not to have even that bread because it's bread still. Yeah. So I say mix it with the protein. And of course, like you said, I was going to actually recommend that like a good Ezekiel bread full of good whole grains and seeds. That's going to be great with some avocado on it. So you want to balance the carbohydrates. I did notice that the other day I, I made my avocado toast and I am usually the person who three hours later, I'm hungry again. And not that that's bad. We can have a little mid-morning snack, but I noticed I like wasn't hungry at all. And so that little bit of avocado, what's the right amount? Um, so every body is different. I would say no more than half an avocado for most people is going to be, is going to be enough. Yeah. Cause too much of a good thing. And then it is still <laughs> maybe fattening, even though it's good fat. <laughs> right. But you know, our brains actually use, um, use fat. So you know, having some fat, especially um, in the morning, if you're going to go into a meeting um, or give a presentation, healthy fat is the best thing you can and could use and do for yourself. Yeah, especially for our kids, too, who are suffering from, you know, maybe some attention irregularities or things at school. I think it's a little harder to get them to eat avocado sometimes. Um, yeah. But maybe peanut butter is easier or almond butter. <laughs> do you think all of those will work for us? Yes, absolutely. Um, I prefer almond butter personally over that peanut butter. But, you know, if you're trying to get kids to do it, a good way to do it is to sneak it into like a protein shake, right? So you could have a good quality protein. You could have a good nut milk, like almond milk. You can throw in um, some avocado, which is healthy fat, maybe some coconut milk, um, and then add in a little bit of berries, 
you know, frozen berries, a little bit of um, vegetables, and that's going to, you know, make it easier, make it more fun for the kids to, to have. And I know that is so, people are thinking, oh my gosh, I don't have time for that in the morning. But a lot of people, if you just put the stuff in the bag ahead of time, leave it in the freezer, and all you have to do is just dump it in and blend. You know, dump yes, it in, add absolutely. your liquid, and you're good. So, uh, and that's good because you could make one big picture and just pour it for everyone. Um, <laughs> So, yeah. you know, I know kids, they want their egos, they want all that. But just like us, we're, we're, we're humans. And so just having like a piece of bread or a bagel or something like that can l- really leave us hungrier later and unfocused. And that's what we're talking about, that energy that we want in that afternoon where we're all going, oh, my gosh, it's 3 o'clock. Do I need something for the vending machine? And you're trying to eat healthier, but you're just feeling like you need sugar or you need something. Starting the way we start our morning, uh, changing the way we start our morning will help so you don't feel that slump. Absolutely. Yes, you're exactly right. I mean, it's going to, you have just mainly carbohydrates. That's going to give you that crash. That's going to make your blood sugar, you're going to feel good for about 30 minutes, maybe an hour, and then you're just going to crash. You're going to feel hungry and tired and foggy and, and be searching for that next quick fix to spike your blood sugar again. So really starting your day with that foundation of, of good quality blood glucose levels is going to really make a difference for the whole day. Let's talk about breathing because breath work is really important. Mm. And this is something that escapes a lot of people or they think, what do you mean? I don't know how to do it or I'm just breathing. But the importance of taking those breaths, um, how does that change our digestion and our energy? So, yes, great. So um, our bodies need to be in a parasympathetic state in order to digest. When we are digesting food, it's literally one of the biggest jobs our body does. We don't, we totally look past it and don't think about this in this culture, right? We're eating when we're on the go, in the car, you know, standing at the counter. We're not taking the time to actually sit down and focus on what we're doing, which means that we're not going to be breaking down the food right. We're going to be, our bodies are not going to be able to utilize the nutrients correctly. So by stopping and slowing down, taking a few deep breaths, it puts our bodies in that parasympathetic state, which is literally rest and digest, right? So it's going to allow our bodies to properly break down the food, which is going to create more energy because we're utilizing the nutrients. And it's going to prevent gas and bloating, you know, after the meal, it's going to prevent us from being even constipated. It literally allows for us to just digest our food properly. Mm-hmm. And you have a practice you do in the morning. I, I want to give people a simple shift. So just starting in the morning, maybe you're going to have your higher protein breakfast. And the next thing, just three minutes of deep belly breaths. Yes. So I actually would suggest starting before anything else with those, with those breaths. So it could be five breaths. It could be three minutes, but intentionally closing your eyes, Finding a comfortable seat, whether that's on your bed, in a chair, or on the floor, right? And we can even just close our eyes right now, just kind of root down through your feet, let the shoulders roll back, close the eyes, relax the facial muscles. Of course, if anybody's listening to this and you're driving, please don't do this. Wait until you're not driving, right? And just close your eyes and let all the facial muscles soften. Let your tongue relax and be soft in the mouth. And then very slowly, We'll start with a box breath. So we're going to breathe in for a count of four, hold it for a count of four, exhale for a count of four, and hold it out. And we'll just do about three breaths like that. So inhale, one, two, three, 
four, hold it. One, two, three, four, exhale. One, two, three, four, hold it out. Two, three, four, breathe in. Two, three, four, hold. Two, three, four, exhale. Two, three, four, hold out. Two, three, four, one more time. Breathe in. Two, three, four, hold. Two, three, four, exhale. Two, three, four, hold out. Two, three, four. And then go back to your natural, easy breathing. So we did that right in the middle of a podcast mm-hmm. and as we stream on an app and it didn't take very long. And I don't know if anyone followed along with us. That's a great way. I love that um, they could use you as a guide. And there are a lot of guided meditations out there. But just that, I don't know how long that took. It's certainly not long, but I can feel the tingling. I can notice a difference in the quality of my voice. I didn't think I was particularly stressed before when I started, but you can really feel that relaxation. And so this is a simple way to sort of hacking our nervous system. When we take our deep breaths, our body goes, oh, okay, it's time to calm down. Mm-hmm. Yes. We live in that sympathetic state, like we're running from a tiger pretty much all day, right? So if you start your day with this by putting yourself in a parasympathetic state, it allows you to just come into your day with a better mindset. And then if you practice this right before you eat, you're going to break down your food and digest your food a lot better, which is going to create more energy for your day. And I love pairing that simple shift. We all eat throughout the day and uh, we all want to eat better. But even whatever you're eating, taking you want people to take just five deep belly breaths like we just did before you Mm -hmm. eat. And that can really change uh, your digestive process. Absolutely. Absolutely. And create more jet energy, right? So it's going to calm you down, which is going to clear your mind and help you manage all that stuff coming at you throughout the day. And what about movement? A lot of people are wondering, um, should I try and work out in an empty stomach and then eat after? Or should I try and move after my meal? Uh, even like if you're at work and you ate something, is it best to take a quick walk after? Absolutely. So I always recommend to clients to work to move not work out, but move your body a little bit after you eat. And the reason is because our muscles are going to use glucose for fuel, right? So it's going to, it's going to, we're going to use that energy right away, which is going to help to stabilize our mood, right? And if you can pair it with going outside, bonus, right? If you can get outside in the fresh air, even better. 10 minutes, five minutes, or even doing some squats, like at your desk, or at home, just standing up and sitting down a few times off a chair is going to, we're going to, our big muscles are going to be engaged, right? And it's going to help to stabilize our mood throughout the day. You know, here we used to uh, sometimes have dinner and we're, we would take uh, walking lunges to the break room after we're done eating. So even like, just it might look a little goofy, yeah. but if you, even if you just want to walk to your car, I mean, you can start where you are, just walking briskly to your car. Uh, that yes. can really change your whole glucose response, right? A lot of people are starting to wear those glucose monitors and just taking a five minute brisk walk after you have a meal can totally change your insulin response. Absolutely. And it can actually um, have a similar effect if you do it beforehand. 
Okay. So I always recommend it afterwards, but I, the glucose monitors have been shown to have a similar um, a response to when you exercise beforehand too. Okay. And I know you, you know, you own a yoga studio. You also teach people breath work. Um, a lot of people feel like they should go to yoga on an empty stomach. Is, is that okay? Or like for me, I always feel like I cannot work out unless I eat first. Yeah. So everybody is different. So I always recommend whatever makes you feel good. I do not recommend coming to yoga on a full stomach, right? Because our blood goes into our stomach to digest. So if you're going to do something that's like, let's say an hour long class, you probably don't want to be eating right beforehand, right? So wait an hour or two after you eat to do that yoga class. But something as simple as just a, you know, a five minute walk, 10 minute walk isn't going to take so much energy for your body to do. Yeah. yeah. So that's why. Yeah. And some people are going to yoga mm -hmm. maybe uh, or working out, doing a workout. This is something we're talking about in the newsroom, like, uh, you know, feeling like, should I work out on a fasted state? You know, if you're going to work out first thing in the morning. And for me, I feel like I cannot do that. Um, but if you are going to eat something uh, to help with your digestion, your energy all day long, but you're going to, you know, you don't have two hours to wait. What, what would you suggest before you do a morning workout? Yeah, so something fast. It's something that your body can digest fast and quickly, but you usually want to have a little bit of carbohydrate and some protein with that before you work out. So that could look like a banana, half a banana with a little bit of peanut butter or almond butter, depending, you know, your preference, yeah. um, a little half a, a protein shake, just make sure you chew it so your body can digest it properly. Um, but something that your body can, you know, a little bit of some berries um, beforehand, you know, maybe a hard boiled egg. So just something very small and light that your body is, your body's going to use it and burn it off really quick. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the way that we can really incorporate this easily, and I know you said you started with just three minutes in the morning. So I think all of us, mm -hmm. even if you're just laying in the bed before you get out, taking three minutes before you look at your phone, uh, or maybe use your phone yeah. for the timer. So, you know, you're not oversleeping or whatever, but three <laughs> minutes and then five breaths before every meal and just doing that, what will we notice if we implement that? Because those are pretty simple changes. Yes. You are going to notice that your digestive system is working more efficiently. So again, less gas, less bloating. Um, you're going to have more energy at, you know, the 3 p.m., the times that you're usually usually slumping, you're going to feel fuller longer because your body is absorbing and processing those nutri nutrients properly. Um, you're going to be less stressed. You're just going to be handling the stress that comes at you a little bit better. Your reaction might be different. Um, you'll be able to even people find that they're more creative. So starting your day with those three minutes and implementing the breath work, you're going to have a clearer mind and be able to, you know, go at your work, especially creativity um, with a better headset. Yeah, a lot of people talk about breath work, and you hear that. We read about it in magazines. Is breath work just deep breathing? Yes. <laughs> breath work is just deep breathing, but there are many different techniques that you can do, right? So we're breathing. That's our, that's our state. Breath is our life force. But, you know, doing certain pranayama, so breathing techniques, um, there's many different kinds, and some are to help to energize you, some are to calm you down, to balance both sides of the brain. I mean, there, it is just breathing, but it is a little more complicated than that when you, when you get into it. Yeah, yeah. And what if you're lagging and you're like, I can't take a nap and I'm tired? What's a quick breather technique we could do to 
build some energy. Yeah, so one of my favorite breathing techniques, besides the um, box breathing, which we already did, would actually be um, more of it's called chaotic breathing, but it kind of gets your adrenaline pumping, so it'll wake you up. So if you are feeling really slumped and tired, I recommend this, but then you balance it out with some um, even breath. So a chaotic breathing would be breathing in, in through the nose and out through the mouth quickly. So again, it's kind of creating chaos in the body. So I wouldn't recommend doing it very long to start because you do get kind of lightheaded, but then afterwards stopping and just taking some slow, steady, deep breaths. So chaotic breathing again would be, and then, you know, slowing it down and breathing evenly and fully. So uh, when you start to feel that slump in the afternoon, which hopefully you're going to feel less of it if you do the breath work throughout the day, but doing a little <laughs> of that chaotic breathing, again, maybe it's just uh, your time to get up from your desk, take a walk to the bathroom and uh, drink some water. Hydration matters too, but you could do a little chaotic breathing in your little bathroom break and drink some water and that can make a big difference and save you from getting the donuts in the vending machine. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Kim, thank you so much. And tell us um, where people can go for more information, how we can follow you on Insta and all that. Yes. Yeah, so you can go to the website, which is www.therevivalroom.com. You can follow us on Instagram or Facebook, Revive Yoga and Fitness. Revive Yoga and Fitness. All right. Kim, thank you so much. I'm feeling a little more revived. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. And you can find more information here on Kara's Cures. We love to explore the cutting edge of wellness. Take a look and watch other episodes. I also share this on social media. You can follow me there at Kara Sundlin. I even have a Kara's Cures Facebook group. So look for that on Facebook. In the meantime, everyone, have a great day and be